Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Good Friday morning, although I would imagine right now it's not a good Friday morning at one Patriot place. Rough one for the Pats last night. They got that big one over the Chargers. Sunday, 45 nothing, looking for the L.A. sweep. And instead, they got swept under the rug. Sean McVay and company getting a measure of revenge after that Super Bowl loss, 24-3. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. It's Friday. It's gambling time. Jay's hype. Joe Let's Fortenbaugh. go! Joe Fortenbaugh, our gambling Holy expert screams. from got hyped. Daily you... Wager, will be with us in 10 minutes or so, or about a half hour or so. So let's get the calls going. 888-SAY-ESPN, about 10 minutes or so. 888-729-3776. And or you could hit us at Key J and Z. We just want to know what your question is. Anything. There's a huge slate of college football, NFL. Joe here to take your thoughts. And Jay and Joe and you can talk gambling if you care about numbers, you know, other than the final score, if you will. Yeah. We'll put it that way. We're asking this morning, Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin, Hello, should the Pats stick with Cam? Why or why not? Pretty easy and not surprising. 64% of you said after that last performance, nope. Samoka at Samoka just hit us up on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed. Quote, Cam. Isn't this team's only problem, start or not, they have real issues on the field. T. Morty, got to see what they have with Stidham. Some people already know. At XL Comedy, extra large comedy, at XL Comedy, I'm a huge Cam fan, but dude appears done or not picking up this system. Either way, they need a new QB key. The most important position, the only guy that matters with regards to opinion, Bill Belichick said, Cam's our guy. Cam's our guy. For now. Cam's our guy. But what does that mean moving forward? He never said for now. He said Cam's our guy. And so until the season's over and or until he changes that statement, Cam's their guy. Period. I don't it, you are you going to argue with the man the man said Cam's our guy. Well, it's, it, I, I, right or wrong whether you be, believe it, disagree with it. I've never known Belichick to say somebody's the guy then come back a day later and say, "Well, I reevaluated it. He's not our guy." Who else is going to be their guy? Jared Stidham. No. Well, that's what you see the uh, way Jared Stidham got hit in the fourth quarter last night. There was no difference. You might as well go with the athletic quarterback, <laughs> the one that can actually work. make things. Uh, stop it. <laughs> the one that can actually make things happen, even though it didn't pan out last night against a great defense. Right. All right let's I just it's by default. Who else are you going to play? I mean, so spin it to the better question: Who's the quarterback next year? Is well, it that's Cam? the question. Is it Cam? Exactly. We can't have. We don't know who it's going to. Happening free agency. You know, it, it's interesting because prior to last night's game, I felt good and I still feel good that Cam will be back in New England. I don't know if he'll have a, uh, a battle on his life, you know, with, with another quarterback. Remember, he, he came to the Patriots in the summer. Yep. No offseason, no nothing. And he missed some time due to COVID. They don't have a whole lot of birds a receiver. Jacoby Myers, Edelman's not in. The, the tight ends, the young tight ends aren't there and available. The defense have lost some play. It's just all these facts, but they sound like excuses. And to answer it in a short space for me, I think he comes back. I don't know if they acquire another veteran or they draft a guy and allow him to bridge it, but I think he goes back to New England. It seems like the Patriots like him and they feel good about Cam, they just have some things to work on in the offseason. What options do they have? I mean, could you get a Jimmy G? Could you? Could he come, potentially come back? Could you – there's a lot of other quarterbacks potentially that you can go for. Could you get a Matt Ryan? Would you spend for him in the marketplace? Could you make that happen? I mean, there, there's options out there depending upon what Bill Belichick wants to do moving forward. I, look, I understand before COVID they were playing a different style – 
they have more weapons. And I understand that a lot of people have decided to you know, opt out this season. But still, when you look at the numbers, the numbers aren't good. The numbers aren't good. So the question is for Bill Belichick, what kind of style do you want to play next year and if he fits your long-term plan? It's all about the style, right? And I think when you look at it, it's all about the players that he also has around him. And and he's not a whole lot of top-notch offensive playmaking guys. These guys are being pushed up and elevated higher as starters when if they were on any other team, they would be the third, fourth receivers. And it's hard to play with. I don't give a damn who you are. You know, if Tom Brady was on this team right now, this team isn't getting four more wins because Tom Brady's on it. That's why Tom Brady decided, nah, man, I'm getting ready to go somewhere that got some weapons because I don't have anything. I'm out here running around with a piano on my back trying to get things done, and I don't have anything. Nikhil Harry made one good play last night going up and getting the football since he's been there. And since he's been in New England, that was the big but first big play that I've seen him make in two years. It, it, it's, it's always interesting, though, because – Am I lying? I no, think that, that, narrative, that narrative is very fitting, right? But then last weekend, with the way they dismantled the Chargers, think about how high people were to a degree. I think they can make the playoffs. They can make a final push. That was the conversation we were having last week. But that's a conversation that led you to believe based on what but they did. They won in all three phases of the game. Well, not all three, but, well, they did. They ran the ball well on offense. They played good defense against Justin Herbert. They confused a young quarterback. And then they, in special teams, they had two returns, a punt return and a block punt but, to, to win the game and put up the 45 points. And if you could duplicate that against the Rams, maybe you win that football game. I'm just but, saying, Zubin, think about the extremes, right? Like, I don't want to hear any more of all this stuff about Cam. All they're doing is winning. And now all of a sudden they lose. Like, well, who's he playing with? It just it feels like you can even make a narrative when they that won, fits. Even when they won at 45 I, I, nothing, I, the guy has 69 yards because they won't throw the ball because they ain't got nobody to throw to. Let me ask you something that you brought up before. Did Tom Brady see months ago what we're all seeing now with regards to what they have? Well, Tom Brady saw last year when they lost to Tennessee what they had. It didn't take him two months. It's been over a year. He was like, yeah, this is probably not going to go well. I don't feel like dealing with this in these struggles. So he went to a team that he thought had the best skill position players that fit his needs. And they're kind of clunking along, as you can see, with a new staff, a new system. There's no difference in terms of that for Cam Newton with no talent and in, in trying to learn the system, and Tom Brady trying to learn the system with plenty of talent. They kind of clunkering along as well. From a little alphabet soup from the NFL, and then A to Z, and then time to make some money. To Z. Either it's going to be dice or no dice on this. Let's see how this segment goes. From A to Z, brought to you by Redbox. Redbox's new movies at the box streaming on demand. Don't miss Fat Man starring Mel Gibson. Visit Mm redbox.com for all the ways to watch. That's an extra special plug. Mm -hmm. Gratis for Redbox. Okay. Mm -hmm. Alabama basketball coach Nate Oates calling out Coach K. Hear about this story. Duke struggled out of the gate. I'm sure you probably know. Michigan State and Illinois are terrific basketball teams, but Duke lost to both of them. And Coach K kind of said afterwards, you know what? We need to revisit playing college basketball right now. The CDC is not recommending flying, and everybody's going all over the country to play. Well, Alabama's Nate Oates said, I don't know, Coach. If you hadn't lost to Michigan State and Illinois, and he had beaten those teams instead of losing to them, 
Maybe he's singing a different tune key. You got something before we hear? No, go, go. I just was like laughing. Go ahead, Coach. Do you think if Coach K hadn't lost the two non-conference games at home, if he'd still be saying that? Probably not. Okay. I just wanted you to say it, not me. So here's, here's my deal on it. I think we'd have a whole lot more problems if we weren't playing games. We should be playing, in my opinion. We 100% should be playing basketball. Jay, so can you I, follow that up for me? So please? we also cut it off because if you hear the entire sound, he said he doesn't think that kids should be as isolated as they're being in, in the being together actually helps these kids out mentally more so than not having them together. So once again, full sound in this entirety. Look, I agree with Coach K. I just think the timing of what he said, it puts him in a very difficult position. Right, because it came after a loss, and it opened the door for people to critique what he said. Yeah, and and, and look, man, it, I don't know the coach at Alabama. I know Coach K a little bit, and in in the end, he's probably trying to just figure out how to navigate certain things and and make it, you know, make it right. But you open up the door, like Jay Will said, at the kind of the wrong time. So you got guys that wish they were in your position, exactly, taking pop shots at you. I mean, you. when are we talking about I – mean, we, we talk about Alabama football every single day, Nick Saban. When do we talk about Alabama, Alabama basketball? Well, when they had – Right now. When they had uh, – Colin Sexton? No, uh, not Colin – the coach. Colin Sexton and oh, the coach. Avery Johnson. Johnson. Avery Johnson. Then Johnson. we talked about the basketball. Yeah. I mean, but now we're not talking about them this year. Last yeah. year, I mean, we're talking about them right now because of that statement by Nate Oates. Yeah, we'd say one last thing for Coach K. Another thing he said that I think a lot of people could relate to that have kids or have teenagers or college students as kids – he essentially said, if you think it's going to be a lot safer for these kids to go home for the holidays and hang out with all their buddies and break rules left and right like young people are doing, I got news for you. They're better off. So keep in mind exactly what you want to do when you want to send these kids home, keep them here, play basketball, not play basketball. A lot of it is priorities. Playing basketball for a ton of money. Paul George signing a max extension with the Clippers, 226 mil is the mm. overall, what it could get to, 226 mm. mil. They extended him at four years for a buck 90. He is eligible, this is nuts, to be paid 35% of their cap, but Steve Ballmer's so rich, he doesn't care. Here's Woj on why this came together so fast. I think for Paul George and the Clippers, they wanted to be together. You know, Paul George wanted that trade to L.A. He got it, and he wants to be uh, a Clipper, certainly through the prime of his career. He has said for the rest of his career, uh, I-, I think it was a no-brainer, really, for both sides. Jay? Yeah, he, he, look, this was a move done to ensure that Kawhi Leonard stays in L.A. Kawhi Leonard's going to be a free agent next season. Right, you do the right thing to make sure that, hey, we are committed to all the pieces around you. The reason why you landed Kawhi Leonard was because you got Paul George being part of that trade with OKC. Right. It's a precursor. It was the right move for this team to set themselves up to keep Kawhi around for a long so time. So it's about a $75 million overpay to keep Kawhi. <laughs> I mean, that's what it sounds like. I, I mean, mean I, that's I a rounding error for Bomber, though. <laughs> He's like, he don't care. <laughs> Bomber well, think about what he has at stake. They're moving to a new arena. In a couple of years, I mean, but they, Peachy, Peachy is cool. He's yeah. a top fifteen player. There's nothing. I mean, that's the going rate, I guess. And I, I will say this: I'm not making excuses for his horrible performance in their last game. game but he, he did openly talk about his struggles playing with inside the bubble. Yeah, he's isolation. in depression. Openly talked about it before we even got there. Right. So, I mean, the talent speaks for itself. There was collateral damage. His name was Doc Rivers. Okay, let's be honest. All right, those two were there. Doc Rivers took the fall. That's, it it that's talks the about the, the, Doc Rivers took the fall. The power of the player 
that they can dictate who they want to be their coach. There's no doubt about it. NBA preseason, by the way, starts tonight, so get ready for the hoop heads. December 22nd is the regular season opener. Again, we said, you want to make some money? (laughs) Half a billion dollars to two players. That's a lot. That's what's probably going to happen, right? Because, Paul, Mm -hmm. if you gave him that, you're going to have to give Kawhi that or some more, right? Yeah. A half a billion bucks on two guys. And so far, nothing to show for it. They just got there. I mean, it's going to take a minute because the Lakers, they got to kind of get over that. Sleeper hunt. move. They, them getting Luke Kennard, though. I know a lot of people don't know the name from Detroit. One of the best shooters I think there is in the game right now. Really helps them from a floor spacing perspective. They're going to be all right, man. And Key, you know They're going to be all right. right? So let me, let, me, uh, let me ask you this question, though. Does Steve Ballmer, what, how does he give him the money? He writes the check. He wires it. He talks to his like. Same way as USC he got, does. He yeah. got so much. <laughs> now, you're going to make me take the Alabama coaches. Okay, boy, you better leave me alone. Because we know we know the way Duke gave it to you. How? Joe, can you explain to us how Duke paid you? That Joe is Joe Fordenball. Speaking of cash, let's make some. You got any gambling questions for our expert ESPN Daily Wager? Monday through Friday, 6 Eastern ESPN 2. Also a great Sunday show. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Or Key J and Z, if it's easier, he'll answer anything you got. Joe, I wanted to ask you a question that not a lot of people are thinking about, but I, I think it's relevant to a degree. I can't imagine too many betters walked up to the window and made this bet or virtually made this bet, I guess, in 2020. What happens if you're a guy that has a ticket that has Indiana winning the Big Ten football championship, knowing what happened here in the last few days to box them out? <laughs> I mean, thank you for welcoming me into such a warm and friendly environment this morning. It sounds like everyone's having a nice time as usual. I saw the Duke story last week, last night, and I thought, ooh, Jay Will's going to have a nice little morning. You um, know how it goes, Joe. They're like, hey, Jay, this happened. Uh, any thoughts? I'm like, why do I have to give you my initial thoughts? <laughs> You're the guy for that story, my man. That's why they love you so much. I would say with the Indiana ticket, you've got to be steaming over this whole thing. There's not a whole lot. It, it depends on your sports book. And I think what, what betters, recreational betters specifically, are learning this year is that one of the most important things you can do that very few people ever do is look at the rules of the house. Understand whether or not a bet's going to be action and what could cancel it. For example, some of these tickets you're buying on NFL games, a game gets moved back one day, that ticket's no longer action, meaning it's no longer in play. It's going to be refunded. Versus some books that if it's moved back a day, that ticket is still going to be action. So you've got to keep a real close eye on that. And if you're holding an Indiana ticket, you have to be furious about everything that's happened so far. Because these rule changes, I don't see anyone getting a refund on this, although I know there are some sportsbooks out there that from a promotional standpoint will refund tickets like that just so they can get people to talk about it and write about it and get the advertising out of it because in the long run the advertising dollars end up being worth more than the money they're refunding so yeah it's been a tricky year but uh, you know keep an eye on the rules understand what you're getting yourself into joe explain to me though because i'm not a better explain to me if if they move the game in the nfl you say they take it off the board the game is still going to be played, so why wouldn't they just keep the same bet? What's the problem? So think of it like this. If there's a scenario where, say on Monday, the point spread comes out. We're looking ahead to this game between Tampa Bay and Minnesota, and Tampa Bay's laying six and a half, and I'm thinking to myself, man, this is a great spot. I want to get the bucks before it gets to seven, and I make that bet. And then word comes out two days later that Tom Brady suffered an injury in practice. What they're going to do is they're going to take that game off the board because they want to reassess the situation, and then they might find out Brady's out for the game, backup stepping in. All of a sudden, instead of Tampa minus 6.5, the spread's now down to pick them. 
Now I'm in a situation where I'm holding that six and a half ticket, but the lines pick them. I've got terrible value there. I'm in a really bad spot. Mm. That's a situation where the game's not being moved, but ultimately a game can come off the board and then go back on and your ticket is still action. Sometimes if we're going to move a game two, three days, like we saw with the Ravens, Sports books don't necessarily want to put themselves in a horrible situation where guys could be coming in making bets and then 15 guys get knocked out of action because the COVID information, believe it or not, is sensitive information. If you can get that information before anyone else, you can give yourself an edge. And I also don't think they want their players getting railroaded either, making a bet on the, the Ravens game and then it gets pushed back eight days or something like that. It gets to a point where people are just uncomfortable with it. All right, there's a lot of good amount of rivalry matchups this weekend highlighted by the Army-Navy game, a game known that has gone under 14 straight time, fourteen point straight times as you making a play on this, or what are you making in terms of a play on this one? Someone has to have told you to ask that question because I got USC's game page right in front of me. I was thinking USC-UCLA, the he pretty right uniform for this Joe. game. And he's coming in asking Army-Navy. I love it. Look, the game's gone under the total in 14 straight. This is the mm. lowest total we have seen in a college football game this season, 37 and a half. Bama hangs that in five minutes against SEC competition, and that's the game total here. One thing I want you to keep an eye on, though, when we talk about it going under – 14 years in a row, it hasn't gone under 37 and a half 14 years in a row. In fact, six of the last 10 games have had 38 or more points. I think this total is so low that if I'm doing anything here, I'm inclined to bet the under. I'm going to go against the trend because I think the total is low for a couple of reasons. One, it should be, but number two, people know that trend. People like betting that trend. And as a result, when the bookmakers know that money's coming in, they're going to adjust the lines accordingly. So I'm going to take a little shot here and bet the over this season in Army-Navy. I'm laying 1000 on USC. There you go. <laughs> there we go. See, now that's what I'm talking about here. They, they look good. They look good, Key. You don't need me to tell you this. They've gotten better each and every week. They had those close games early against Arizona State and Arizona. They've started to widen the gap amongst everyone. This should be a really good matchup in this rivalry. USC Open is a three-point favorite. Got bet down to two and a half. UCLA's been okay. I, I like this one this year. I think this one's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. All right, Joe, let's be a little bit more expansive. Uh, NBA preseason starts tonight, which is incredible. But tell me about some of your top plays of the week weekend. What do you want to talk? You want to talk a little NFL right now? Talk whatever you want to talk about. You tell me your plays. We'll do a little NFL. I'm looking forward to talking some hoops with you down the line because there's some interesting win totals that are out there right now with the Mm -hmm. Dallas Mavericks who continue to climb. But they were the fourth best road team last season in terms of wins. Their season win total sitting, I think, around 44 and a half. Great team. Great team. I'm looking at the over on that one. All right. For the NFL this weekend, let's run through a few. I mentioned Tampa Bay earlier. I'll absolutely lay the points with the Buccaneers this weekend in that spot. They've had two weeks to get ready for this game. Bruce Arians was saying for weeks how tired the team looked because the bye was so late in the season. Well, now they've got their bye. And Tom Brady's covering the spread over 70% of the time when coming off a loss. Team's rested. Team's healthy. Team sees the light at the end of the tunnel. They've got a great schedule down the stretch here. Two matchups against Atlanta, one against Detroit, and this one against Minnesota. Now, people will sit here and say, well, Minnesota's been playing well as of late. Yeah, kind of. They've won five of six, but look at who they've beaten. Detroit, Chicago. They needed overtime against Jacksonville. They lost to Dallas in there. They had a good win against Green Bay at the beginning of the run, but they were coming off the bye in that one. They had a great matchup. I think the Tampa pressure is going to be too much for Kirk Cousins. I'm laying it with Tampa Bay. I look to the Colts as well laying the points on the road against the Raiders. I hate to do it to the local team here, but the Raiders are giving me that feeling like they're running out of gas like they did last Mm -hmm. season. 
They went 6-4 and four to start last year. They went 1-5 and five down the stretch, punctuated by that horrific defeat against Jacksonville at the Coliseum in the final game ever at the Cali. Shout out Oakland, California. You deserve better than that. Uh, this time around, they started 6-3, and three, and they very easily should be on a three-game losing streak if they didn't get that Christmas gift from Greg Williams and the Jets last week. So that situation compounded with the fact that they've really struggled on defense this year. I look to the Colts. I think it's a good matchup for Phillip Rivers. Uh, they're playing good football right now, especially on the defensive side. I'd be laying the three there, boys. Let's try to get one call in. Joe in New York, you got a question for Joe in Nevada. Roll ahead. Go ahead. Hey, guys, how you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Hey, uh, you just kind of answered my question. I was going to ask uh, what your thoughts were on the uh, the Bucks cover in the six and a half. Uh, but also, I'm wondering, do you think that uh, the Packers have an easy chance of covering on the road? I know it's a road divisional game. Aaron Rodgers sometimes struggles on the road against Detroit uh, as a favorite on the road. I just wondered if you think the Packers could cover that seven and a half. And also, um, Pittsburgh, I don't know what people are, are thinking. They're dogs. Plus two and a half at Buffalo. Um, I know they, they didn't look good last game, um, but I don't think people are taking into account the rest factor. Uh, you know, the other team had extra days to rest, plus the Steelers are playing three games in like 15 days. So I just want to get your thoughts on that. Good questions. I'd start with Green Bay and say that they can definitely, anybody can cover against Detroit at any time. Let's be honest here. <laughs> but the Lions did have a nice win last week in their first game post Matt Patricia. So you got to wonder what it's like in that locker room right now. They might not be ready to pack it in, they might be ready for a fight. What I tell you is when it comes to Green Bay, for those of you who like six-point teasers, which is taking two teams, not one, two teams, and you get six points to mess with the point spread in each game, there are a ton of great six-point teasers this week. You could tease Green Bay from 7.5 down to 1.5. You could tease Tampa, Tennessee, Kansas City, and New Orleans. Great teasers on the board. As for Pittsburgh, love the Steelers in that spot this week. This is your classic buy-low spot. We Everyone just watched them on TV get railroaded by Washington. Meanwhile, everyone watched Buffalo go to San Francisco and hammer the Niners. So recency bias, right? Everyone's infatuated with Josh Allen and Buffalo. People are talking about how the Steelers are running out of gas late in the season. This is the spot where you want to back Mike Tomlin. Pittsburgh's had trouble playing down to their competition this year. This isn't that spot. Mike Tomlin in his career, when he goes on the road as an underdog against a team with a winning record like Buffalo, 17-5 and against the spread. This is a good spot to back the Steelers. And I'm going to get you before you get me. We got 30 seconds. You always got one out the door, right? Oh, what are you doing? That's my, my, my bid, Zubin. How are you going to go ahead and steal that from me? <laughs> I'm just kidding around. I love it. I would throw this one at you. We hit most of them. The New York Giants take the points. Arizona, are they really good? Really? Because they started the season 5-2, and two, but they faded late in the year. Kyler Murray's got a banged-up shoulder. I don't trust Cliff Kingsbury's decision-making. His game management spots, he's been awful this year, and that defense is very shaky. Meanwhile, take a look at Big Blue. Top 10 defensively in a lot of key metrics. If Daniel Jones plays in this game, I definitely want those points in my pocket. You're right. Cardinals have lost 4-5. of five. The only win was a Hail Mary. We'll look for you this weekend on ESPN Radio as well. Thank you, Joe. You guys are the best. Good luck this weekend. All right, Joe. Same to you. It's time to get Take even or even Take worse. The Take the points. Look at this extra. Look at you with your vernacular. Well you look, done. You're like Jimmy the Greek, man. You're like unbelievable. You're coming back. Yeah, I don't want I'm going to leave that <laughs> From alone. Cali to Jersey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Zubin. I'm going to leave that one I alone. know where you're going, yeah. but he is the number one gambling guy of all time. He is known for something else as well. I got you. On the way, Jeez. why Jay Will is still waiting from 10 grand a check from ten grand from a former NFL player. Uh, at a zero. A, I think it was at 100 a hundred grand. It was a hundred grand? At a zero. Hundred grand. grand. Thank you. Hundred grand. Whew. From an NFL player. He'll explain. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Jay had a one hundred thousand dollar wager not a ten thousand dollar wager a one hundred thousand dollar wager where he's still shaking your head at me (laughs) no i'm just saying it just amazes me still waiting for the cash so take us inside this story what's this all about well you know how these uh professional bets go look i've been on planes where i've seen guys hand their keys over to other guys just playing dice in the back of the plane so sometimes habits just kick in Mm -hmm. And, uh, look, I can shoot the ball from half court. I can still do it today easily. It's not a push shot. It's not a heave. It's just a regular jump shot for me. That's the way my body's been trained since I've been a little kid. So people wanted to challenge me on half court shooting during college game day, and we would bring guests on, and we brought Chris Long on from the Eagles. Check it out. I guess you're not going to play the same. You don't Let's get go. this. Is how you become a Jay, meme. Jay. Yes, and it's not happening. <laughs> Come on. The only way I shoot this it's shot easy. is if I get a hundred thousand dollars. You got it. We're great. <laughs> if you make it, I'll give you a hundred thousand. Hundred thousand dollars. That's pocket change. That's Jay Well, I got that. Why would you try that? There was to no warning. Got it. Right. Just believe in yourself. You can do it. You can coach Please up the shooter. Don't, don't make it. Oh, oh, that was good. Yeah, that's good. Count it. Real. No, I seen the ball come out the, the, the uh, ceiling, man. What's wrong with you? I did it two two times that year. I did to him and Danny Amendola uh, over at Texas Tech. That was one shot, one take. Yeah, one shot, one take. Called it. Wow. With all those people in but the But see, house. that's the difference between when people be talking that smack about dudes and who they are as professionals and what their careers are like. That's why the dude was the number two pick in the draft. That's why he was the Naismith player of the year. It should have went to Boozer, but anyway, it was <laughs> no. I just had, <laughs> but that's why though. But Key, that's why I be getting dudes crazy. Be, and stuff dudes, like, oh, dude. he's a bust. I'm like, yeah, but, uh, but don't, don't. I know. Fall into that. I'm, you know me, man. I don't get nobody no love. That's crazy. That's is, crazy. Is he gonna pay up or what? Never got paid. Well, I don't know. He wasn't never gonna get paid. Why would I pay him? <laughs> Why would I pay him and I know he's going to make the shot? I don't blame Chris Long. It was good for TV, but damn, I'm impressed. That's you got, crazy. You got to YouTube it. It was like a, it was like an Aaron Rodgers throw. It was like a flick of the wrist from Jay. Considering I know many people Jay are, was a 35% field goal shooter in college, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Throwing random stats at me. Well, that's what people do at Sports Talk Radio, right? That's they what just we do. Throw stuff out there and hope it sticks. <laughs> that's impressive, though, man. That's, that's but that's how I always laugh, though, Keith. That's Key. what's like, up. We sit out here, you know, look. 
every every Monday, like we come in the studio, and I'm always so interested to hear what Key thinks about games because it's coming from somebody who's done it at a high damn level. Mm-hmm. So when I hear other people talk about it and say I would have done this or I would have done, that, I'm like, man, you can't you can't just sit up here and tell me from your couch what you would have done right. if you haven't been in these moments and you see how damn fast and big these. I'm watching Aaron Donald last night, and I'm like. I don't know how I would have reacted if I'm sitting there in that cockpit and that dude's coming at me like that. It's yeah, easy he, for me to say how you should he, react. He your height with wide receiver speed with an offensive lineman build, not even an offensive lineman, a linebacker build. Let's put it that way because he ripped up. Yeah, He ain't got nothing hanging off the sides. Ain't no muffin tops, none of that. Nobody dude got, got a board, a, a washboard on his stomach. So when you, like you say, Jay, when you looking at that come at you, it, it's not pretty. It's not pretty at all. Last word, and Keel appreciate this. Jay that year was the king. Boozer was the prince. It's time to go. Jay Will or Jay Will? <laughs> yeah, let's get that money. We're going to choose three games. They all have a different sort of theme, so let's begin with... The What Could Have Been Bowl. I could have been a contender instead of a bum. Texans at Bears. Texans, oh, we're going Texans at Bears. All right, Deshaun Watson over under 274 yards passing. Look, Watson has been over 300 yards in each of his last three games. I, like, I, that's going to be easy for me. I'm going to go over just because I think the Texans offense at this point, I think they redeem themselves in that late turnover in that game against uh, Chicago. I think they're going to be fine. I think they're going to be on point. Over. Against the Colts, excuse me. I, I think it's over. I think it'll go over. Next up. The Jays two teams game. He's cute. That's what he calls him. He's cute. Cardinals at Giants. I'm going to go under 245, uh, 248.5 yards passing here. I like the way the Giants defense has been played. You heard, you heard Joe Forenbaugh talk about that. The last scenario, top 10 defense right now, which you're blossoming into. Plus, Kyler Murray, I love the way he plays. Frustrating last two games. I think he's only thrown for 170 yards and 178 yards. Hasn't been good. I'll go to under here. I'm going to go... Under, I'm gonna go right at that number, right? So 244. Very close. Here we go. Sunday night football. Old Big Ben versus New Big Ben. Steelers at Bills. So Josh Allen totaling passing yards over 23.5 completions. See, this one's tough because I know that Steelers defense is really gonna try to hold their line, but I, I just think Buffalo has so much success in the air. I think this is gonna be a shootout. I think at the end of the day, the way I saw Josh Allen play in his last game, I'm taking Josh Allen. I'm taking over. I'm going to take over. I think Josh Allen will be, you know, at 26 for 32, something like that. And here we go with the debut of You Know Who. The Gadget QB game. Go, go, Gadget Arms! Saints at Eagles. Man, don't kill my, my guy Jalen Hurts. Could like be that. for Taysom, though. Could be for Taysom, yeah, too. Right, Taysom, but I mean, damn. Well, he said the Gadget game. <laughs> We're both of them. Yes. <laughs> rushing, rushing yards. Um, in this one, look, you, you know that the Eagles are one of the top teams. They lead, I think, the league in sacks for Carson Wentz, so... Jalen Hurts is going to need to use his legs to get out of situations. I think this is the way he does, Key. So I'm going to take over 39.5 rushing yards. Yeah. That's, easy. That's, easy, that's easy for me. Yeah, he'll rip that off on one run. I got him on that one. What about Taysom Hill? I don't know. I don't know about Taysom Hill. Passing Probably. touchdowns over 1.5? Two touchdowns? What do you say? He's got to hit throw two. Well, he's got to throw it to my nephew at least twice in the red zone. <laughs> Because if they watched anything of what 
Seattle did with, with uh, I was going to call him Megatron, with, with uh, DK Metcalf on Darius Slay. You got Michael Thomas over there. That's, you know, you get in that red zone, you might want to target mm-hmm. that if you, you Sean Payton. You connect on two, you win. And by the way, DK doesn't want I think to be he's Megatron. Over. I'm, I'm better, than, better than Megatron is I, what DK said. I get it, but <laughs> reminds me a lot of him. I, yeah. We'll leave it at I that. I get it. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. Leave it at that, Key. Way to be it's nice. <laughs> Way to be nice. I'm proud of you on that one. Well, DK's straight, but, you know, he's... It's not Megatron yet. I mean, there's not very many people that are. Yeah, that next I'm deal, though, coming for him? Oh, he'll, be the highest, he'll, be the, he'll be the highest paid receiver between him and Justin Jefferson. They'll be the highest paid receivers in the league when that time comes. Jefferson, young kid for the Minnesota Vikings. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by Shell. Get more time to listen to our show by going to Shell and getting three things done at once. First, fill up with the Shell V Power Nitro Plus and then save up with the Fuel Rewards Program. Finally, snack up to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. On the way, it's the most important college football game of the weekend. And the winner has no chance to go to the playoff. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests join us on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. Check out our podcast today. All four hours will be up shortly. Again, everybody on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line, I encourage you to check out the podcast when you can if you missed anything. Our smart picks in just one moment. But I want to mention a college football game that's being played. If you were with us a little bit earlier in the hour, our gambling expert Joe Fortenbaugh mentioned it. But it's got a real different appeal this year considering where we are in the country Right now, and this is a game between Army and Navy tomorrow. It's the 121st edition of the game. It's not being played in Philadelphia. That is where, over the years, it's predominantly been played. It's going to be played at the U.S. Military Academy in West Point, which is the home of Army. Well, this is the first time it's been there since 1943. They once played the game at Navy, but that was back in 1942. Why are they doing that? COVID protocols. The Eagles. Fans. All of that can't have it in the state of Pennsylvania. So they decided we're going to make it a home game. And why did they choose Army over Navy? Why in West Point instead of Maryland? Well, the U.S. Military Academy is on government grounds. Government ground is not subject to the strictest coronavirus protocols. So they can bring as many people in as they want. They don't have to worry about abiding by it the way your state would. Annapolis is where the Naval Academy is. That's in Maryland, but their stadium is on government ground in Maryland. So they have to abide by every single rule. There's going to be 9,000 fans there, essentially. There will be 4,200, 300 from the Army, 4,200, 300 from the Navy, and then there'll be VIPs on both sides, whether you're the Corps of Cadets or the Brigade of the Midshipmen 
as they call him. So it's a game that may not mean so much at the end of the day for the college football playoff, but for the 121st time, and many people have said it's a bucket list item, the game is tomorrow on CBS. Army will play Navy. And by the way, why is there a home team or a road team if they always played in Philadelphia? Here's the difference. You'd appreciate this as a football player. If you're the home team, you get to wear your home jerseys, and if you're Army and Navy, that means a ton because it's the other uniform that really counts for the Army and the Navy, not the one they're slipping on on Saturdays. And you get the larger locker room. So when you play in Philly, you get the big Eagles locker room, and the other side, that's the road team that year, gets the smaller locker room. So just wanted to give a quick shout-out to all the great men and women of all of our armed forces and the men that will play tomorrow between Army and Navy. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, all of our guests on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. Let's roll into the smart picks. The smart picks are brought to you by Redbox. Watch new movies and top entertainment, plus try free live TV on Redbox with over 80 channels of news, TV shows, viral videos, and more. So here we go. Get into the holiday spirit with Redbox holiday favorites at the kiosk or on demand, redbox.com slash Holiday. We're talking about non-traditional Christmas <laughs> movies, all available like Dr. Seuss's The Grinch for the kids, Last Christmas, Elf, probably not for the kids, The Nightmare Before Christmas, The Polar <laughs> Express, Christmas Under the Stars, Bad Mom's Christmas for the ladies out there. Once again, everything available on the box, including old school stuff, Miracle on 34th Street, the remake, you know, all that stuff. National Bad Lampoon's Santa. Christmas Vacation. That's old yes. School. So what's the one you guys are thinking about? I'll tell you if it's on the box. Any of those or even more? I'm going to go with Gremlings starring Jason Williams as Stripe. Uh, no, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Gremlins is on there. I'm not messing with you there. Gremlins is on there. Yeah, Gremlins, though. I like that. Like, you know, I, I like it. My kids didn't like it. I, we ordered it last year. They just didn't. They wasn't. They were not into it. They're more into probably the one that you said, Bad Elf is probably. They're more into that sort of stuff. I'm shocked that you didn't choose Trading Places, Eddie Murphy. No. That's no. a classic. I go also with, you know, it's a little bit depressing, but uh, Billy Bob Thornton, Bad Santa, Bernie Mac. I mean, that, that's bad, a... Bad Santa was Bad Santa, one. Yeah. yeah. Bad Santa. Just a drunk just, Santa all day, every day. Just, bad. Just so bad. Just pushing little kids around. Funny. Not in the holiday spirit. We should also mention, new this week at the kiosk, Mel Gibson stars in Fat Man, not your traditional Christmas movie. Mel Gibson stars as Chris Kringle, who is forced to partner with the U.S. military to save his declining business and then gets locked into a deadly battle of wits against a highly skilled assassin played by Walter Groggins, who is hired by a precocious 12-year-old after receiving a lump of coal in his stocking. Watch new movies and top entertainment, plus try free live TV on Redbox with over 80 channels of news, TV shows, viral videos, and more. All right, quick smart picks in sports. I think I know where you're probably going. Yeah, USC, man. It's easy. It's not even a question. We're going to dominate them tomorrow. Chip Kelly taking the field, Jay, for the first time as a Bruins head coach with a winning record. He's never had a winning record at what is USC. He, three and two? Yeah, basically, yes. <laughs> zero and zero out of the gate, but they've actually done a nice job here. A couple of wins here in a row, but Key is obviously going with the Trojans. What's your smart pick of the week? I'm going to do the. I'm going to go basketball since we're kicking off basketball season tonight on ESPN. Kings at Trailblazers, 10:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But I'm going to go with the Hawks over to Magic. I, I, the Hawks mm. are going to be a team that are going to make the playoffs in the East. Just telling everybody right now, I mean, everybody knew about last year, Trey Young, Jonathan Collins, but them getting Bogdanovich from Sacramento, the people might have thought they overpaid for him, $72 million, five years, he's worth it. And them getting Danilo Gallinari, um, and them also getting Rajon Rondo from the Lakers. This team is going to be in the playoffs, and it's going to be exciting to watch them play. I, I discovered something about Jay Will, though, during the break. What's that? 
He's a hell of a trick shot artist. <laughs> oh, yeah, not dude, just one. No, dude hit the one in Virginia, the one at Texas Tech. And I'm sitting there saying to myself, man, he has a future in trick shots. He might want to try out for the Globetrotters. It's just trick shots. I could do a quick run with the Harlem Globetrotters. Man, dude, man, how are you going to one-take half-court shots? Now, let me ask you this, though, Jay, to get back to the half-court shot. Could you have done that in a game, though? Yeah. With one take, though? I mean, that's or what games different, are. Or is it different because it's in a game and they're coming at you, everybody's coming at you, versus this one where you can line it up? I think in the game might be easier because I have – I built a lather. I'm in the game. I'm playing. I'm hooping in the game. And they may not pick you up that. Yeah, game. this one is a little bit tough because I'm in a suit. <laughs> I mean, there's. I mean, and plus, it's like it's different when there are cameras and it's just you and somebody else going mano a mano. Oh, okay, okay. But I, I mean, look, it was fun with Chris Long. It was it was fun with Danny Amendola, and like yeah, I'm also taking guys out out of their Man, element, he right? Make, he didn't even make it to the. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even hit real. I'm telling you, man, it's tough when you get out there and there's like thousands of people out there and you're just like, that's not oh, your sport. No, you know what I mean? Course. No, of course. That's it's not all, your sport. No, of course. When people watching you, it's way, way different than when you're in an empty gym for sure, 100%. But let me ask you this, though, in all honesty, though. So Steph right now, not half court on a consistent basis, but he pulling 40-foot jumpers like it's, you know, they're giving them away. If had you been in the game at that point in time, could you have developed that shot like a Steph? Oh, I, I love to shoot the rock. I can shoot the rock from anywhere. I would love to shoot the rock. I had a little bit more of the D Rose athletic ability in me, but not D Rose level. But I love to shoot the rock. See how I get that out of him talking at trash. Mm-hmm. It comes out. It's there. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests all week long and every single day on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. If you missed what we're talking about, Jay Will hitting half court shots. I'm not Steph Curry. I didn't say I was Steph Curry. Yeah, he did. <laughs> no, I Ooh, did not. He said he better than Greatest Steph Curry. <laughs> We'll see you Monday. Check it out on YouTube. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.